all been raised on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars. But we won't. We're slowly learning that fact. And we're very, very pissed off. We're doing it! Yeah! Uh, testing, testing, check, check! One, two, check! Uh, so, um, I am using a new microphone here today, and it is getting some, you getting used to. Oh, so here's the thing. So, I've been working with a lot of people online and they oh brother this is harder than i thought so here's here's the thing so um a lot of people are doing podcasts now and a lot of people are still not manning up and getting the microphone that they should be so uh i have been recommending recommending ding ding uh microphones to people and so, uh, what people are, are uh, microphone manufacturers are doing now is they are making USB uh, only microphones, like the same version of the microphones they've been making for years. They're now making in a USB only version. Um, so anyway, so I, you know, they are much cheaper, right? Because uh, if you use a traditional microphone, then you have to get a little uh, digital analog, or I mean, an analog to digital converter, and then you plug that in, into your computer, and it costs more and more money. And, and I don't understand why people who are putting money into a podcast won't put money into a microphone but whatever anyway so uh they so i was trying to offer them the most budget solution right so that means usb only microphone directly into the computer Hey, man. So anyway, so this microphone, for those of you who have your own podcast, who I will be sending this to as an example of, hey, here's this microphone. It's only $46, and here you can buy it. Yes, folks, as of uh, September 7th, 2011, $46, Amazon. But it has some problems. So uh, one of the big problems is that uh, I have not found a way to monitor the signal that's coming out of it and going into the computer uh, without a teeny bit of latency, and which is why I'm kind of talking weird. I mean, it sort of feels like I've been, you know, uh, like I've had the bends or I've, you know, uh, gotten super high before I did this because I am listening to me in my headphones to make sure that this all sounds good, which is I am used to doing, which is the way I've always done it, uh, but it's just a little bit behind, and so I'm getting a little bit of slapback. Like it would be like, uh, you know, all those people who sing the national anthem in a in a stadium. 
they have to put up with, you know, this, this is why they pre-record all the national anthems now is because you sing, you know, oh, say, can you see? And then right when you hear, you hear back, oh, and then you're like, wait, I already sang, oh, and now I'm getting, I'm, I'm going to say see, and now I hear, oh, and it's messing my, it's messing me up. I'll be honest with you. And so, and here again, yet I was so cavalier, right? Like, I was like, oh no. So, so once I noticed the, the, um, the, uh, the sort of the delay in the headphone monitoring, and I'm sure there's a way of this, but I haven't figured it out yet because I've just, cracked open the blister pack and uh you know giving this a shot but uh what's crazy about it is is it, so i thought i could handle the weird delay i've been doing this for a while i've put myself through all kinds of tests and 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 uh tests and tests tests and tests and i can't even handle it so how can I ask a uh, non-regular podcaster to handle it? All right, I'm going to take the headphones off because, uh, you know, hopefully that will solve uh, a lot of my problems. But it is weird because I am so conditioned to having the headphones on and then, uh, you know, being able to listen to it and monitor it and make sure it's all okay and nothing's humming or buzzing or feedback or weirdness that, uh, that it is odd to be without my safety blanket that is the headphones. Which I absolutely recommend people do. If you're going to do some recording, put a, there has to be one person in the room who's listening with headphones. And so if you're doing a, a gangbang podcast, uh, that's, you know, that's, uh, that's, that ni- one person needs to be it. Uh, one other thing about podcasting. Um, it, oh, so anyway, one of the weird things about this particular microphone. So I'm using the Behringer C1U microphone. And so this is a uh, USB only microphone. And I do have a uh, $15 windscreen in front of it. This is a windscreen that clamps onto the microphone stand and the windscreen sort of hangs in front of the microphone. And now I'm looking at the screen and my levels are low all of a sudden. When I had the headphones in, uh, my levels were louder. Maybe I maybe it was feeding back. Maybe I was yelling. I was probably yelling. I was probably yelling. See, now when I do this up close stuff where I get all, I get all creepy and intimate, like I don't know what that sounds like because I don't have that in my ears. And so to not have that is, is, um, is, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how it's going to sound after the fact. And so, uh, I, uh, I don't know. Anyway, so, oh, okay. So the reason why, well, wait, we'll get to the reason why in a second. So anyway, so, uh, about halfway through the podcast, I bought a second one. Uh, and, uh, I'm gonna use that one and we're gonna see how that goes. Uh, so basically part of this podcast is going to be, hey, podcasters, if you want to talk about microphones, um, go ahead and listen to this because this is what I'm using. So, um, I'm gonna uh, I, the, I'm gonna get to in a, in a few minutes why I'm got the new microphones more than just for testing aspects. Uh, there's a whole story behind that, but let's <laughs> let's talk about a couple of other things. So I, I'm, I'm I'm trying to make these podcasts funny because you know as I've said in previous podcasts episode podcast episodes, uh, I um, I'm I I don't want to be that guy who just bitches and moans all the time. 
right? Like, I mean, you know, that's why Mark Maron's podcast was super tedious because it was just him yelling about stuff most of the time. But what I've, but you know, I'm still looking for a job. Haven't found a job yet, so you know, I'm sure that makes me a little bitter and everything. Um, one of the things I've learned about uh, uh, looking for a job is that the, imagine a scale, for instance, right? Uh, just a linear line, and on the far left side there is uh, the, the, the super technical people, right? And, you know, your web designers and your uh, programmers and your coders and all those people, like, those are far left. And then on the far right, you have all your artistic people, your art directors, your graphic designers, you know, all those people on the far right. And then in the middle are the people who sort of, you know, project management and account management and all those folks. And what I have found is it's sort of like a bell curve, uh, so on the far left and right sides, uh, people want to see examples of your work, right? So, uh, you know, if you're far, if you're super technical, they want to see programming examples. If you're an artistic director, they want to see samples of your artwork. Uh, and what I am advising everyone, unless you are amazing, don't pursue the jobs on the ends. Because in the job in the middle, they're not going to ask you for samples. And you know, I'm, a lot of people are bright and they can uh, learn quickly and they can adapt and they can do all these things. But if you're way out on the edge and unless you are the shit, you know, they're going to look at you and be like, well, this is wrong, and you did this wrong, and all this, and it's just like, yeah, okay. I mean, and in the artistic world, it's extra hard, because all that is subjective. Whereas, you know, on the left-hand side, uh, uh, where I put the uh, technical people, um, that's hard, because technology changes so quickly that if you're not up on every single thing, they're going to be like, well, you didn't know this, and you didn't know that. But in the middle, you're like... I'm organized, uh, I work well with others, so give me the job. So anyway, so for those of you, hey, parents who have kids, uh, play this podcast for your kids, except for the part where I say fuck a lot. Just stop it right now. Oh, no, shoot. Ah, damn it. Stop it 30 seconds ago. Yeah, right. Stop it there. But play this podcast for their kids, because if you're picking a career, just pick something just right in the middle. Right in the middle. And of course, by the middle, I mean vagina. Oh, and speaking of vaginas, yes, this will go somewhere. Uh, yeah, speaking of vaginas. Oh, wait a minute. We needed a sounder for vaginas. I'm talking about vaginas. Talking about vaginas. Uh, uh, yeah. That's right. We're talking about vaginas. Now. Um, so I was at this party the other night with a guy who is the shit in terms of techn technological things. And so he can be on the far left as hand of the scale because he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's talking about. Uh, he was in Utah recently. Oh, wait a minute. I think he heard this on the internet. But anyway, so he heard this new term called soaking. And uh, this is for... Super duper uber cooper religious people who don't believe in having sex before marriage, 
but uh, still want to get their dick wet. So somehow, one of the – it's got to be the dude, right? It's got to be the dude who does this. So the dude says, I will put my penis in your vagina. See, I told you it all linked up. Uh, and I'm just, it's just going to stay there. It's not going to go in and out because that, that is sex, right? It's just going to sit in there a while and then that's going to be that. It's just going to sit in there. Now, this A is just dumb. First of all, I mean, I'm not even going to go into the whole like, oh, God has his, uh, you know, checkbox and, oh, it's, you know, technically not, you know, whatever. If you believe in God, then why you believe that this, that God is, you know, letter of the law kind of guy, I don't understand. So, but what's really crazy about this is, so he was at a party telling this story and you would not believe how many, like, it, the reactions of the people, like the dudes just thought it was funny, but all the women were like grossed out by it. They were like, what is that? That's just crazy. I don't understand. It's just like, the, 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 and, and it was universal. Like, like the women were genuinely disgusted. And these are women who will talk about penis and vagina. It's not that. It's that something about just the penis in the vagina, not doing anything is, uh, is just a, a baffling, disgusting, shocking idea to them. So one of the things I've been really wrestling with lately is just sort of organization. I mean, not my own organization. I mean, trying to organize events and people and things. And I tell you, uh, longtime friend of the podcast and all the other projects. All right, I'm going to give a mad shout out here to Alexis Perplexus. He is a guy who has stuck by the website, the podcast, the when we made our pilot episode, he's in that. He has uh, has uh, been been with us from the beginning, never let me down, right? Just solid, 100%. And, and other than him and uh, lovely wife Miriam, really sort of the rare breed. And, 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 and so I am, again, this is a, a file it under, not funny, but uh, something that I have learned. And then, you know, if you're a, a young listener, penis vagina, uh, this is something you will, uh, again, want to learn. You know, uh, oh, I, I, sh- I, w- I wonder if they're ever going to invent like a VG a V chip for podcasts, you know, where it just goes through and it scans it and just looks for penis and vagina. And then it just, you know, ran it like, you know, cause they had uh, for a while on the, on the MP3 players, they had it. So it would do uh text to speech. And so how great would that be? If it was just like, you know, it could uh, read the podcast, convert it text to speech. And then, um, where in the appropriate moments would substitute words out. So I'd be like, hey, kids. No, wait, that's not a real word. Wait, um, uh, public and fairy tales. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's talk about public fairy tales. Yeah. Anyway, so... um so, yeah, uh, so for those kids who are listening to this into the future, uh, be prepared for people to let you down. And, and I don't, 
you know, for the simple stuff where it's like, hey, would you help me move? A, first of all, that uh, expires after about the age of 25. So no one will help you move after 25. You should have enough money to rent a service. Okay. Uh... (laughs) But more importantly, like if you have a creative endeavor and, and what I have found so terribly shocking is I thought I had aligned myself with creative friends. I thought I had aligned myself with people who wanted to be in show business, who wanted to do something fun, who, who had crazy ideas. Oh, oh, Alexis Perplexus also was in uh, Satan is My Best Friend. And, uh, and, uh, and other things. Well, and the more about him in a second. But anyway, uh, I am stunned by just how many people don't care or don't want to do it or can't be bothered. It's like if they, it, honestly, if it was to help me move, they'd probably come over. But, uh, you know, if, if it's me like, hey, you want to be in my fun video? No, nothing. Zero. It's stunning, right? Uh, um, but anyway, so, uh, and nothing highlights this more when I was on the Maximum Fondant, sorry, Maximum, Maximum Fondant. Yeah, that's a, that's a website I'm working on. You know, uh, I, I like making a fondant icing cake arrangements. Boy, you know you're married when you know what the hell fondant is. Like, what what single straight man what knows what the hell fondant is? Anyway, uh, MaximumFun.org. And I even, because I'm unemployed, I've got time. So I figured, well, I'll be that guy who who will do the thing that he always wanted people to do. So I put a thing on there and I was like, look, if you need help with your creative project, I'm here. I'm here for you. Nothing. Nothing. Zero. Which is nice, because, you know, look, it doesn't put me out any. But still, I'm stunned that there aren't people who are like, yeah, I would like, I would like help with a, with a creative project. I even offered to take tickets for somebody's play in San Francisco. No. No, nothing. And, it's, and, and so expect that, youngins, public fairy lands, just expect that. Oh, but anyway, so uh, so trying to organize uh, people. So Alexis Perplexus is doing an amazing thing, and I, I hope you won't mind me mentioning this, but uh, he uh, is having a birthday coming up, and he has said, he sent out an email to all his friends, and he was like, look, this is what I am doing. It's a series of events. If you wish to show up to any of them, fine. If not, hey man, no harm, no foul. I'm going to be doing this and this and this. Come if you want. Or don't. I don't care. Boy, that, that is... Now, keep in mind, he lives in, a, in an area of the world where things are happening. You know, this doesn't really work so well if you live in uh, Leavenworth, Kansas, home of Melissa Etheridge. Uh, but uh, it's a great idea. And so if you want to steal this idea, go ahead and, and steal it. I'm sure he won't mind. Where it's just like, I'm not going to organize you. Because, because look, I, so we've got this, uh, this guy I went to high school with who has contacted me on Facebook. And he's like, look, I'm going to be in town from this time to this time. What should we do? I mean, we should go out to dinner. Where is it going to be? And it's just like... It, just the the cat herding that is going on with literally 
three people where I have to be the responsible one. Look, if I'm the responsible one, you know you've got a problem. It's it's stunning. And so uh, Alexis Perplexus really has the right idea. Don't organize anything, right? Don't Don't put together a guest list. Don't make reservations. Don't do any of it. Just, just, just announce to everyone, this is a thing. If you want to be at that thing, go. If not, fine. But I'm not going to trade back emails. I'm not going to ask if this is okay with everybody. You know, and I just got so fed up with this group because this guy on on the, on the, the high school reunion thing, he was like, well, do they have good whiskey there? And I was like, now, and I'm sure he was kidding by this point because I was just, you know, I had had enough. And I was like, I don't know, man. You call him. Figure it out because I'm not going to call him and ask what whiskeys they have on. No, no. If you care about whiskey soda on match, you call him. Anyway, public fairies, you're on your own. No, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Kids, kids, you're on your own. Public fairies are there for the soaking. Okay, so now... Uh, I think is a good time to trade microphones. Uh, let's uh, go to the trading microphone jingle. Trading microphones, trading microphones. I'm going to do another thing with a different microphone. Hey! Okay. Whoa. That is really loud. Okay, so this is the uh, Audio-Technica AT2020 USB microphone. Now, uh, I've taken the headphones off so I can talk to you normally again. Um, So, uh, Audio-Technica for many, many years uh, was the best in terms of bang for your buck. Sorry, I had a little levels problem there. But anyway, yes. Uh, and so, uh, a, a very trusted name in microphones. And so, we're going to see how their microphone fares against the Behringer C1U. So, anyway, so before we get into the whole drama of uh, why, I'm, I, I'm, why I felt the need to get these microphones, uh, let's just talk uh, uh, one more thing. So, there, there's a new Muppets movie coming out. Uh, it was written by Jason Siegel. It's starring Amy Smart. Uh, it, it, by all means, you gotta go check this out. If you were a child of the 70s and grew up with the Muppets, you gotta see what they're doing. It's fantastic. So, it's uh, they released all these phony trailers online to make you think that this movie was about you know, some, just the worst romantic comedy ever. And then, of course, the Muppets pop up into it, and you're like, wait a minute, what is this? Oh, it's fantastic. Anyway, uh, and, oh, and they just released a Muppet movie. I mean, I'm sorry, not a Muppet movie, a, a, a Muppet, uh, cover album. Uh, OK Go, uh, performs the Muppet theme, and there's a video of them performing said theme on The Tonight Show. Anyway, really great stuff, and I know Disney owns the Muppets now, and everybody's down on Disney, but look, the 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 Nazi-loving, racist head of Walt Disney is frozen, and it's not been dethawed yet. So give them a break, okay? I mean, look, they bought 
Marvel Studios, Marvel Comics, and those movies have still been good. Uh, this covers album is fantastic. They, 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 Jason Siegel, who is in uh, How I Met Your Mother and wrote uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall and all these other things, he did this movie. I mean, look. I know it's Disney. I know they've made some mistakes. But come on! Give them a chance! And I have to say that the Muppets are one of the things that gets to me. And I don't know why, but it's just like this sort of perfect crystalline version of my childhood that I see them and and I know Jim Henson's dead, but, you know, Frank Oz is still alive and a lot of the other puppeteers, but it doesn't matter, right? Like, that little bits of felt uh, just grabs me and it, and it teleports me back to 1977 all over again. And um, there's, a, there's a fantastic video uh, for, um, oh, it's uh, Weezer's Gone Fishing, where uh, Weezer is the musical, I mean, it's, it's all fictitious, you know, uh, Weezer is the fictional uh, musical guest on The Muppet Show, but basically this is just their music video for the, their song, and uh, Miss Piggy captures the drummer, so Animal is going to sit in with the band. It's so great. It's so great. Uh, and, you know, when I, when I get these ideas about, you know, what the Muppets mean to me and stuff, I, I get these ideas for podcasts when I've been drinking that are terrible. They're terrible ideas. Like, I just, like, I'm like, you know what I should do? I'm all drunk and stuff. You know what I should do? I should totally do a podcast of everything that makes me cry. No! That's a terrible idea. Nobody wants to hear some... All right, now, to be fair, I love listening to the Kevin Smith podcast when he cries. I mean, honestly, uh, I was on the fence on Smodcast until I heard the one where he cried about Wayne Gretzky, which is kind of a weird thing to cry about, I guess, because he wasn't even into into hockey for the longest time, even though he grew up in New Jersey. But anyway, so, uh, you know, I had had another idea last night in the shower, not last night, the night before, um, where I wanted to do... Uh, all the crazy rants. Oh God, what was I ranting about last night? Oh, I was accepting in my brain. So when I'm in the shower, of course, I enter fantasy land. You know, I pretend my dick's big and I'm accepting an award and all this stuff. And so I was screaming about God. I what was it? Somebody asked. Oh, I can't even remember anymore. But it doesn't matter. It was just like I was like drunk and in the shower, and I'm like, that'd be a great idea for a podcast where I'm like yelling at the audience. Oh, I was at Comic Con. That's what it was. I was. I had made the. The, the, the triumvirate had been made into a movie and uh, I was on the stage at Comic-Con and I was yelling at them about God, just everything. And so, uh, and then I, you know, uh, woke up the next morning. And I was like, no, no, that would not be a good idea for a podcast. That would be stupid. I'm not doing that. And this is another good idea for all the youngins who are listening. Uh, not every idea you have is a good idea. Some of the, I, I would say most of those ideas you should probably sleep on. Give it a thought. Think about it. Don't just act. Give it a chance to sit and think about it. 
Oh, so anyway, so uh, getting a little bit more into the Muppets, you know, the Muppets are really interesting because they are, um, like, when you watch the Muppet show as a kid, you're like, oh, this is great. You know, it's a variety show, and then there's, you know, the host does some things, and then they have the Muppets do some things, and Fozzie tells some jokes, and then, but the older you get, the more you read into the Muppets, and sort of the more you sort of realize Jim Henson was working out some things. Like, Kermit himself is sort of the ringleader of this horribly decrepit, failing theater. And he's just trying so hard to make it work and it seems like everything is working against him i mean he's got piggy who is a diva he's got scooter who's means well but maybe doesn't quite understand the importance of certain things uh, you know, everybody's hassling him for more stage time. The the host is the the guest host is usually pretty good. Um, although there was that episode with Gilda Radner where she ordered the six foot tall talking parrot, and somehow somebody ordered a six foot tall talking carrot instead. Uh, you know, and 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 the more as an adult you watch the Muppet Show, you're like. Wow. I mean, like, eat me just trying to organize three people for a dinner in Sunnyvale. It makes me feel like Kermit, where I'm just like, I'm just trying to keep this together. I'm just trying to hold it all together. What's the matter with you people? Why don't you understand what I'm going through? Ah, ah, Kermy. Here's a drink. Here's a drink for you, Kermy. And, you know, in getting back to sort of Jim Henson's issues, if you go back and listen to uh, the Great Muppet Movie soundtrack, boy, that is depressing. Wow, is that sad. Where he, like, um, you know, the, the, rainbow, the rainbow connection is um, really sort of what it's all about, you know, and... I know that, like, he's following sort of that Disney pattern of, you know, first, the first song of your movie is supposed to be the I Wish song. So, for those of you who don't know, uh, if you watch any Disney movie, the first song of the movie is always the, here's what I want my life to be. And it's really sort of the foreshadowing song of what the rest of the movie will be, is the pursuit of everything that is mentioned in the first song. I'm not making that up. That's just that's just the way it is. Deal with it. Public fairies. Uh so anyway, so if you listen to the Rainbow Connection and 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 uh Kermit is What's so amazing that keeps us stargazing and what do we think we might see? But he just talks about, like, how he wants all this stuff, but it's so down. And all, almost all of those songs in that movie are, are really depressing. And But what's really great about it, too, is um, 
there's a song in there that uh, Rolf sings, uh, and it, it, you know this song, uh, this movie again was released seventies, early eighties, and uh, you know before political correctness was like this weight crushing down upon your soul. And uh, he says um, he, he he meets Kermit for the first time, Rolf the piano player, who is the dog uh, from the Muppet Show, and uh, he says um, you know Kermit is is bemoaning the fact that I think he's just broken up with Piggy at this point, and uh, Rolf says um, I finish work, I go home, read a book, have a couple of beers, take myself for a walk, and go to bed. And everybody who hears it's like, pour myself a beer? That's crazy. You said pour myself a beer in a kid's movie? Are you out of your mind? Nobody does that. One more thing about that Muppet movie soundtrack. It's fantastic. I mean, musically, it is so amazing because they're like the time signatures shift throughout the song, the, the way the melodies and the backing uh, instruments do yourself a favor. It's, it can't be more than a couple of bucks on iTunes now. Just go buy it. Uh, yeah, the, the Muppet Movie soundtrack, uh, definitely worth your investment. And uh, great songs, great lyrics, uh, great music, uh, great instrumentation. Just, uh, just get it. Okay, so uh, how y'all liking the new microphone? Oh, yeah. All right, I'm going to put the headphones back on again. Oh, I like the I like the sound. There, I, so I took the headphones back off. The way there's something intoxicating about the sound of one's own voice, especially uh, echoed back to you 27 milliseconds after you've said it. Oh, so anyway, so let's get to the whole point about why uh, I'm doing this whole thing. So, so for years, uh, I was sort of in bands. Right? Like, I was in one band in high school, and we did a bunch of stuff, and it was lovely. And then I got out of high school, and I auditioned for a bunch of bands. And this is where I learned, don't... If you're auditioning for a band, don't tell them that you don't want to do it after you audition. And this goes for pretty much anything you are interviewing with or auditioning. doesn't matter. If they ask you, you know, so what do you think and all this stuff, just be nice. Just say, wow, you guys have a great sound. Lie to them if you have to and say, um, uh, you know, you got a great sound, uh, you know, but I've, I've, you know, I just started the interview process. So I'm going to need a little bit more time to figure out which band is right for me. And I learned this the hard way because there was a band once that, uh, you know, they, they said, so what do you think? And, um, and I said, well, you know, in your ad, you said you sound like this and reality, you sound like this, which was this other thing that was completely different. And I'm not really into that, but I think you've nailed that. And then the defensiveness started. And what do you mean? And why, why aren't you into that? And what, what, no, what do you mean like that? And oh, just. So I've been in a lot of bands. And, and after a while, after the last thing didn't work where we could not find a drummer, I just said, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm done with music. I'm done with all of it. I mean, I'm not very good. 
I'm, I'm the too many personalities. I'm just tired of it. I'm done. Let's just hang it up. So then, about uh, a year ago, uh, I was approached, and I and um, uh, Miriam had a friend who had recently passed away, and 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 the friend said, you know, it, it would be nice if we could take uh, his. Uh, blog and sort of turn it into a song, you know, like go through the lyrics a little bit and pick stuff out that he had themes he had talked about. We'll make a song out of it. And I was like, great. And he, he, he did that part of it. And I played bass and we did some other stuff. And it was a bit of a mess because one of the members couldn't remember the thing that we had talked about previously. And so he would forget things and you know including the deadline that we needed this by and you know little things so i was kind of like well he's moving he's out of the picture we're done with him but just trying to find another person who could play guitar actually playing guitar part was really easy so i thought we were done i thought we were good but then well, the drummer now, he doesn't have enough motivation to just record his part by himself. So we all have to march down to his place and record it with him. Because the whole point, the whole point of this project was, you know, and thanks to high-speed internet, we could just send these files back and forth. It would be really easy, right? Just record, and I knew he had a recording setup. Just record your part and... Send it to me. He has electronic drums. Miking isn't an issue. He was okay with the electronic drums. Fine. Nope. Not so fine. So he, so we had to march down there, watch him record it while we played along with him because that was the only way he was going to do it because he likes playing live. And so he would play live every night of the week. And on his one night off, he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't record his part. So then... Um, we needed to find a singer because part of the thing that we lost in the, in the move with the other people was the singer. So now we started looking around and we started asking people and all this stuff. And then, so we get this girl who is, uh, says she's interested after a Craigslist posting. She's like, yeah, I'm interested. And then, um, so she, so she had been in contact with the songwriter and the songwriter was like, well, and he says to me, he doesn't say this to her. He says, oh, I really heard this more as a, a male part. And I'm like, you motherfucker, what, what do you think? This is going to be, this is going to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, written in stone that we're making an album here. No, we're making a song recorded with 40 fucking people. I don't care. You shouldn't care. Just record the damn thing. And you know what? Maybe if we record with her, because she seems motivated, and she seems here, and that is more than 90,000 million other people who aren't here, who don't have any motivation. We got one fucker in our band who has zero motivation. So, I guess the point of the story is, working with people is hard. And if you've got a group of people who can work well together... I mean, you look at you look at the the improv group, the state, which uh, you may not know their name, but uh, most of them went on to do Viva Variety and Reno Nine One One, which was a uh, a show on Comedy Central. the The state had eleven people in it, and they wouldn't 
do a sketch unless they had unanimous, I screw up with anonymous and unanimous all the time, without unanimous buy-in. Eleven people. Kids in the Hall were four people, and they used to write material, no, five people, sorry, every week, every week they would do new material. I'm just saying, if you can find a group of people that you work well with, figure out a way to keep them together. Figure out a way because you're, the chances of getting it again are almost zero. Trying to find strangers on the internet who have the same enthusiasm as you do. And that means compromise, and that means you're going to have to do some things you don't want to do, but that should also mean they're going to have to do some things they don't want to do. And that's all right. That's the way it goes. Because it's better than starting over from scratch, and it's better than people who won't show up at all. And if you've learned one thing from this podcast, I hope you find a way to learn to work together. Because the best contractor that shows up to work on your house is the one that shows up to work on your house. So after all of that, why, why I bought the new microphones, that story is really not very interesting. Uh, basically, the new guitar player, uh, he is motivated, and, but unfortunately doesn't have access to all his old stuff. And um, he's going through a bit of a divorce and maybe doesn't have all his funds together and doesn't really want to rebuy a bunch of equipment that he may not have access to. I don't know. I didn't ask a whole lot of questions. But I took this as an opportunity to buy more equipment. So I let him use the thing that I had been using. And I was like, you know, gosh, I've always wanted to buy that microphone. And now I had a reason to. Oh, and so wait, I've been editing this whole thing now. And uh, I just... So you know, and we can put the end of this story on, uh, the, I pronounce the winner to be the Behringer C1U uh, at uh, almost half the price. Um, it, it doesn't have, a, it, I, I feel like the Audio-Technica one is a little more uh, hissy and a little more sibilant on the S's. And I think the, the Behringer uh, is better for my vocal quality. Although the one nice thing about the Audio-Technica one is it's got this really cool blue light on the inside, and that's how you know it's on. And it also comes with a little mini tripod, so you know you can do your own podcast uh, quite easily and you don't have to invest in another stand. But neither of them came with windscreens! How crazy is that? Of course you need a windscreen! Alright. From me! From the music of Bright Brown, from your collaborator, organizer, public fairy. Let's do this one more time. Till then!